0: The precious scene described in the first two verses of John 8 turned just about as dark and ugly as can be imagined when the scribes and Pharisees showed up in the next verse. They shoved the woman to the center of the crowd who had been caught in the act of adultery and demanded to know whether Jesus would support enforcing the death penalty in her case. But the passage makes clear that they really weren't concerned about the law they were citing Otherwise, the man involved would have been dragged out of bed and paraded through town to be judged as well. Adultery does require two sinners. No, their misogynistic, crude, and cruel behavior was focused on one thing only. They were trying to set a trap for Jesus. They were certain that if he agreed with their brutal enforcement of the law, the crowd would turn against him. And if he responded with mercy, they could accuse him of violating scripture. Either way, they were sure they had him cornered. But as usual, our Lord did the unexpected. He submitted his response in writing. Verse six tells us that Jesus stooped down, refusing to join the crowd and gawking at the woman, and wrote something in the dust on the floor of the temple. We're not told, so we can't know the content of his inscription, but the fact that this is the only description of a handwritten communication from Jesus is worth contemplating. He wasn't just doodling. The original language used here is clear about that. He was saying something. The hand of God had engraved on a tablet of stone, you shall not commit adultery. And now the hand of the son of God was writing a response to the merciless enforcement of that command. Was Jesus undermining the seventh commandment? Clearly not. Through this entire episode, he never once exonerated the woman or rejected the validity of the proposed punishment, but he did refuse to condemn her. And that's exactly what he'd said was part of his divine commission. He told Nicodemus in John 3.17 that God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. We are all guilty of sin. Romans 6.23 says every one of us is under the death penalty for our rebellion against God. But I'm glad that's not the end of the story. That same verse also describes the gift of eternal life available to us in Christ. What was Jesus writing in the dirt on the floor? I don't know. But I'll bet handwriting analysis would reveal it to have been the work of the same person who stooped under the weight of a cruel cross, refusing to gawk at or condemn us in our sin, and instead penned our names in the Lamb's Book of Life. Let's live today with grateful hearts for the overwhelming grace and mercy of the one who loves us that much.